0: Just fuck off, I just need a moment. I want to think. Okay, uh, think about what? Whether you want us to keep the company or hand it over to Tom and that piece of shit who killed our dad? Uh, I might've changed my mind. What the fuck? I'm good for this company, I'm, I'm, I'm good for us. You know, we all vote we keep control, we don't, then everything's over forever. Uh Uh-huh. Here's the thing. I am like a cog built to fit only one machine. If you don't let me do this, I mean, it's the one thing I know how to do. Well, it's not all about you. I know. Yeah, you are not the most important one. I I don't think I am. Yes, you do. You do. You do. You fucking do. You do. But, shit, honestly, it's so fucking crazy not to just let me now. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's stupid. We, we all get something here. I mean, you're voting against yourself. You realize that.
1: Uh, mm. Shiv,
0: mm. Shiv, listen, please. I beg you, listen. I can do this. I don't think you'd be good at it. What? I don't, I don't even believe you. I don't believe you. I don't. I don't think that you would be good at this. For fuck's sake, Shiv. I mean, for
2: fuck's sake. What the oh. fuck is going on? It's, it's six to six,
0: okay. and we don't have sure vote. This doesn't make, like, logic. Where's the logic? No, I just don't think you'd be good at it.
1: By the way, back like, in the lab. Y'all are creatures of the moment when it comes to succession, by the way. It's a great show! No, it's the best show ever. It's not the best. Show. best yes, show. it is top five, and yes, it's not five. It's the
3: only show where people can be sitting around talking and still
2: like capture the audience. Let me. Let me There's let no me, other show like that. Let me paint this picture for you, okay? What this show has been able to achieve, I mean, is just just insane. Okay, think about this. This show is based off of a conservative media outlet, okay? Elite billionaires mm-hmm. who basically just. You know, squabble all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, petty, you know, rich kids who are just kind of fighting over for, you know, this idea of becoming the next CEO. Right. How on earth does that relate to literally 99% of No, others? it don't relate to nobody. Yes. Okay, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me we finish. We love to see rich people. Exactly. We love, let me see. There's, you know, there's no violence. There's, yeah, there's no violence. There's, no, there's, no, there's carnage. no action. There's no. There's no like you know. There's a soap, intricate story there's a soap opera
3: feel to it a little bit, just to backstabbing. A but it's no bit, carnage A little
2: bit. But you you know yeah, what this so, show got me every Sunday, and, and, and you can see so, how the, the characters wait.
3: develop. You can see how you can <laughs> see how because every every child had an opportunity or a, a moment where they felt like they no were going to be. No oh, okay.
1: No spoilers. Well, yeah, y'all never read the Mac acting, Beth, huh? the production. Y'all never read Macbeth? No. That's why y'all think that this is such and, a... And guess how
3: show. guess what? Macbeth oh is supposedly yeah. a great Shakespearean
1: if you, yes. play, right? Macbeth. Yes. Succession, th- succession. No, it's not. Six- this, what? This. It's the same storyline. <laughs> okay. It's, it's the same well, they chose yeah. a great
3: a great it's Macbeth. play to use, right? I, th- no, it is, I
2: mean, technically, it's kind of more mirrored off, her, off of, you know... Lady Macbeth. No, who no, e- no. Who
1: essentially, Lady Macbeth was in a society in which being a female, she could not... Progress and seek power. Oh my God. So, what she did was she manipulated her husband, right, to accomplish her desires to seek power because she knew that by being a woman in that space, she couldn't. It's the same thing that happens in this show. No, this Shiv sh- was never going to be CEO because she was a female. You're talking kid. about one character, bro. No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. You're
2: talking but about one was, character. The show was really, I think, more, more based off of the Murdochs, not Macbeth. Yes. I mean, no, philosophically, no. maybe. but No,
1: but you can tell also, like, the father is Scottish. He's essentially the king who dies and essentially. Okay, like, so,
3: so who's Tom? Who's Greg.
1: So Macbeth. Tom, <laughs> love Tom and Yeah, that, that's <laughs> what I love Tom Tom So who's Tom <laughs> and, and Tom Gregor. is in Macbeth. Macbeth. Shiv is Lady Macbeth. Lady McShiv was never. Tom was before. never
3: a main character in the show, though. To the, to, like, I don't want to get spoilers. Apologies spoiler. in yes. advance. Apologies Listen, in advance. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Yeah, spoiler I alert. Get, we Tom, don't want to get. that before. <laughs> the thing
1: is, like, Tom is Macbeth, right? Who's like, Tom? Is, is
3: Macbeth, Macbeth a, a major character in the show, in the movie, in the play?
1: Tom is in every single episode, but
3: Tom think? is never. A, Tom is actually below the total. Po- they were. No, they that's were,
1: the point. Is that in order? That's that's the that's the entire point. In order for right. Lady Macbeth to Beth. gain power, she, she, she had to go through Macbeth. She she and had is, to go through her husband, Macbeth. who was just a general at the time.
2: Okay, right. Well, again, if that if they got it off of Macbeth, that's a great. No, they got it off the of Murdochs, but that's a no, great show. I'm talking the about the Murdochs. The storyline, yeah,
1: Macbeth, and so like,
2: so what's wrong with that? But because listen, like listen, what to, listen to what you just said. Listen to what you just said. What it's, would you rank Macbeth as far exactly. as... Exactly. As Macbeth is one of the most popular
3: Shakespearean plays ever. It's
1: probably the and best. And you
3: just compared it you to You just that. said it's the best. We're talking about goat but on this goat. Is,
1: no, no. Exactly. <laughs> Top five From and different not time five. Five. periods.
3: There's, <laughs> yeah. there's yeah. a large demographic of people in the it's world right now that have never watched or seen... Or I'm sorry, heard Macbeth. You
2: can't name five shows that
3: are
1: better...
2: Than Succession
1: I can't Name, Name them, them. Alright The Wire is better than Succession Yes I agree with that I Game disagree of Thrones is better than Succession It ended horribly did. It did But end it's horribly. still a better show That's the thing nah, What did you,
3: what'd you nah. say about Succession? No, nah, uh, Succession what, They nailed the landing They stuck Compared it. to every other show Like look at all the shows out there Every Every show That finale Or that last season Everybody yeah. has questions They get mad and are like man I don't like the way Any yada 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 ends. Nobody's complaining about Succession landing. Nobody matter of fact, people are like, come, come back, off the hook. do that a spin off That
1: was two Listen, if you want me to come off like five shows off But you top, can't I can Okay, five right, So what was the show about the teacher who was so that, uh, <laughs> No, no, I can't I can't remember Breaking Bad, my Breaking God. Bad break is on. better
3: than it's, it's not It is It's, it's not, bad. but you can keep cooking He's struggling,
1: that's three We can start the show I can't just think off the top of it
3: because exactly. none of them are that great. Cause, cause Welcome
1: to 1st and 15th, the only podcast are trying to get you paid. I'm here with A.B. Next to him is my guy, Dio the Machine. Guys, this is episode one. I want to go all the way back. Back in time. Back in time. To season one. And we, I think every season we've had this discussion about the zero RB strategy. And the reason why I want to go back to that is because Austin Eckler had a great year last year. Outscored Travis Kelsey fantasy wise. Justin Jefferson fantasy wise. Did he? Tyreek Hill fantasy wise. Fantasy points. Total fantasy points. Mm-hmm. It's Austin Eckler's <clears throat> production the death of the zero R B strategy.
2: Nah. Zero R B is alive and well and thriving. And this coming from a guy who was never a zero R B fan. You gotta learn when to pivot okay and so for me a lot of it is based on the current board Mm -hmm. one before we get to that um, let's not forget who coined the are the wide receiver dead zone, okay? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel let's like I'm not getting my just due. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. I feel like I'm not getting my yeah, just due. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now let's get back
1: to it. Uh, we're really gonna <laughs> we're really gonna start. We're gonna start with talking about that. Look, I'm just the saying, the people won't smoke. I mean, we got we got the receipt. And there's websites out there. We got the receipts. That's taking our show topics. We got the receipts. Okay.
2: I'm just saying. I never saw my. Uh, I never saw my. You know what?
1: I'm sending a cease and desist. Your royalties. Yeah, I'm a cease and desist. Cease yeah. and desist. Yeah, yeah, cease and desist tomorrow. No, no, we're joking. All
2: right. I'll love, all love. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, you know, you look at the current board, and this is nothing new. I think if you've been hopping in drafts, whether it's best ball or redraft, really what we're seeing is the running backs really kind of start to fall down the board. And I think that's due to a variety of different reasons, uh, part in due to. Just so many unknown and ambiguous situations. Uh, Guys in new places, Uh, a lot of unknowns currently, right now. You got the Dalvin Cook situation. You got guys coming off of injuries like uh, Javante Williams. You got guys who kind of have some law uh, and legal issues potentially and may get cut like a Joe Mixon. Mm -hmm. And then you got a lot of guys who just kind of came out of nowhere who maybe the talent isn't elite and we're not really sure what their team is doing next year. You know, we're not sure that they can repeat. You know, that's that whole tier of you know, for Miles Sanders, Cam Akers, Rashad White, et cetera. But, I mean, there's a lot of darts to throw in that category. Mm -hmm. And I think the number one reason for me that – you know, I think zero RB is alive. And, and I should change this. I, I don't even want to call it zero RB. I mean, mm-hmm. really, what I'm saying is like trying to lock down a few elite wide receivers before attacking RB. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think you need to start your draft with four or five wide receivers, which I think is what, you know, people would constitute a zero RB strategy. Really, what I'm talking about is locking in and making sure I get an elite wide receiver if I can, before I start looking at the running back position because I know I can get running back so much later on. And I think getting one of these top tier wide receivers, I think finding that in later in drafts is Mm -hmm. extremely difficult. Like we may get one or two historically, uh, but it's very, very tough. Whereas a running back, due to injury or just kind of finding that dominant in the rough or really, again, just attacking this, you know, RB not so dead zone mm-hmm. uh, in the middle rounds, I think is something that could end up being like a lucrative uh, event. So, yeah, you could still start your draft with Austin Eckler. I think if he falls, you know, fairly late. But for me, I mean, I'm really looking at, you know, those top uh, four right now, potentially five, you know, we'll see where D-hop lands. But, you know, looking at those top four wide receivers, I'm looking at Kelsey and then, you know, If those guys are off the board, then maybe I'm starting to consider running back a little bit.
3: Well, I mean, wait, wait, before you before you even start asking me the question, man, mm -hmm. who so Austin Eckler, because I didn't know he was the number one fantasy point scorer, who were two, three, four, five, and six? So Because if I was to guess or assume, I would assume they were probably more so wide receivers.
1: They were all quarterbacks above Austin Eckler. Well, Well, yeah, I am talking about Besides the quarterbacks, the skilled players.
3: Because because remember last year during draft season Number one pick was Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. I know he didn't produce last mm-hmm. year, right? You got C-Mac, who was pretty solid, probably top four or five running back. You got Dalvin Cook, who kind of, kind of disappointed. Joe Mixon kind of disappointed. DeAndre Swift kind of disappointed. Um, Derrick Henry, I think, was pretty solid, even though he was injured for a fair amount. So when you say is zero running back um, dead, just because Eckler showed out, I think it. I think if you look at the other. Players, you actually prove that zero running back is actually ideal or optimal as all far right. as how it played out last year. All you right. know because I mean,
1: all, right. all right, so let's go down the list for a second. All okay, right. so Jalen Hurts comes in at number one. We'll skip the quarterbacks. All right, so skip the quarterbacks. Let's go Austin Eckler. Okay, all right, Justin Jefferson, a receiver. Uh, Cooper Cupp? A no, no, no. no had, it couldn't oh, be sorry, Cooper Cup. You got to sort
2: by fancy points. Yeah. I did already. Oh, yeah. It
1: couldn't be because he was injured.
2: Yeah, but I think, I mean, honestly, I think, you know, the idea of zero RB just isn't really, you know, let's draft a lot of wide receivers and ignore the running backs because we love wide receivers. Right. I think the idea is, is that that running back position is very go. volatile. You just listed off a number of injuries. Running backs, yeah. Okay, so,
1: okay, so Austin Eckler, Justin Jefferson, Travis Kelsey, we got Geno. Then Tyreek Hill, then we got Christian McCaffrey, and then another quarterback, uh, Kirk Cousins with Justin Fields. So, I mean, I mean, and then running backs
3: in and, and then those two running backs. One thing that kind of uh, sticks out between those two is those are both pass catching running backs as well. You know, those are running backs that almost play like a hybrid wide receiver running back type position. Yeah. Um, and even people that were talking up zero wire or zero running back last year, they still were likely taking a C-Mac, you know, or mm-hmm. Eckler in the top five or six. Now, I believe Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup were up there as well. Mm-hmm. But they weren't just saying, I'm going to totally ignore all the running backs and just focus only on wide receivers. But they weren't
1: like, going Jeff Z, right?
3: Right, right, You're Jeff right. Z. My guy <laughs> Jeff Z. Hopefully, I'll see him in the streets yeah. this year. But, uh, you know you still have to kind of decide which players you like and, and you don't it's not in a vacuum just saying i'm just going to avoid all the running backs so i don't think it's dead at all if anything kind of like what abby is saying if you can lock in those premium high scoring wide receivers mm-hmm. um then i think it's going to benefit you in the long run because especially in this time of draft season i don't think the fantasy community, community really has a strong grasp on who the top running backs are going to be Right, I I think there's still a lot of ambiguity. We really don't know what's going to happen with Dalvin Cook yet. Yeah, Um, Joe Mixon was kind of up in the air. I think he's starting to raise an ADP, but there was a time period where people were kind of scared about what was going to happen with him. Yeah, Um, I'm not really sure what's going on with Derrick Henry, but I think his ADP has fallen compared to last year. Oh, significantly. Mm -hmm. Um, Significantly, you know, Jonathan Taylor, um, I saw in a draft is going in the back end of the first round, early Mm -hmm. second round. So, he's followed off this guy was number one pick, yeah. almost consensus-wide <laughs> last year. Yeah. Um, so, all these running backs, you know, are just kind of lower in the board. You can still get a good running back later, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and we could talk about it on future episodes, but one thing that kind of stuck out to me because I looked at the draft is the Miami Dolphins backfield. Mm-hmm. All of those guys are being taken late. Yeah, One yeah. of those guys are going to be the main guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of those guys is going to be usable Maybe multiple of those guys So, um,
2: And you, we, have a, you have a number of backfills like that as well so. Right,
3: right So so I think right now And I, I said this also last season But I think early in the draft season Is the best time to go zero running back hmm. Because there's so much ambiguity There's still injuries that might occur yeah. Now I know last year during the offseason or, or leading up to the season We kind of got lucky There wasn't that many major, major injuries mm-hmm. But let's not forget the history of NFL yeah. People get hurt Let's yeah. not get a little bit too cocky and just say, "Man, we're Teflon now." Yeah. No, anybody. I mean, we're the OTAs right now. If we get a alert, somebody towards ACL tomorrow, it's not going to be surprising. It's going to hurt, right. but it's yeah. not going to be surprising. So, so wide receivers still going to be a, a more optimal approach for me at the moment. Mm-hmm. Once we get close to the season, where we know know um, uh, people's um, where where – what's the term I'm looking for as far as their roles. Yeah. Once we know the roles are locked in. That's when I think running backs would be more likely yeah. to be picked up in the earlier round. Yeah. So
1: I know it's early in the season, but who do you think can possibly take over that top running back position from Austin Eckler? Meaning the fantasy production, not yeah, just. Yeah, I think
2: Austin Eckler does does not repeat. I just don't see it. Uh, in my mind, last year was one of those events where, you know, he benefited from a coordinator that just. You know, did not want to push the ball down the field. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, that offense struggled. Mm -hmm. Uh, I thought that offense operated very poorly. (laughs) Let me finish. Please. No. (laughs) You just just threw me off for a little bit. But, yeah, no, no. I think that that offense just, like, literally operated very poorly. And I think that's why they got rid of the OC. Mm -hmm. I think any time your running back leads your team in receptions, you're probably on a bad team, and you're on a team that's like injuries. not going to see. Yeah, that's what they, they did. Jimmy they did. Was, they, did. they did. was hurt for a long time. Mike Williams was hurt for a fair amount. Josh
3: exactly. Palmer ended up being a guy. Um, they, exactly. so. they
2: did. They did. But still, that even when those guys were healthy, it was still a very low A dot offense with a quarterback who has a cannon for an arm. So them bringing Kellen Moore in now. I think that offense opens up a lot more. And so you don't I think, think the idea of Eckler being such a staple in the pass game, he's going to get his receptions, but I think the idea of being a staple in the pass game, I think we see a lot more a lot more Justin Herbert this year. I think we see a lot more big plays and his red zone TDs, I see a regression there. Uh not just really not just for regression just to regress, but I just see, you know, all it takes is Keenan Allen, Mike Williams and you know, Quentin Johnson just doing something this year, being healthy and ever being there. But really, to me, it comes down to the offensive coordinator. Remember, this is a completely different scheme, a completely different scheme. I still think Eckler is worth a first round pick, you know, to me towards the back end. But this idea that what? he's going to like repeat as a number one, I, I don't see it. Mm. OK, so OK, so who? I don't see it. The question wow. was who? If it's not Eckler, who? Mm-hmm. I don't like any of them to be quite honest. No, no, so, no, no, no. The question was so, if it's not Heckler, who was the one of them? We're not,
1: not gonna not. hold you to it, by the way. Just <laughs> no, right. I'm now. gonna hold it to oh, you We definitely gonna hold it to I'm it. I'm gonna hold it to uh-huh. it. Hey, remember
3: episode one? Go <laughs> <Yeah>. back to <laughs> who so, is
2: who is the like It's like feet to the fire, like, you know, ignoring ADP, ignoring what everybody's saying out there. I I have think ADP is irrelevant right now, yeah, by the way. I have I have three players who I could potentially see that nobody's gonna like these players, okay? So number one is Derrick Henry? Okay, mm-hmm. I think he's just been casted aside. People are saying he's old. People are saying this offensive line is terrible. That the he is old. Is old offensive line is terrible. We'll They're saying ahead. all these things. Okay, uh, but year in and year out, he produces. And right. when he was healthy, he still produced. Right. Mm-hmm. Getting the older division, starting We can have we can argue issue, about okay. whether or not. Yeah, we can argue about whether or not we can kind of really grade defenses right now. But the idea that you know that that conference is just going to have a bunch of elite defenses. Okay, to me, okay. is not. It's okay. Not okay. What's number two? So I mean, let me not, let me not get done. I mean, we've also seen Derrick Henry start to catch two to three passes a game. So okay, to me, that's so significant. So who's number two? So Derrick Henry's up uh, mm-hmm. is is out there, and these are in no particular order. <laughs> Nick Chubb, okay. <laughs> wow, Nick Chubb. Okay. So you know, uh, for me, Nick Chubb is in a position where we don't know what's going to happen. Okay. So Nick Chubb could just be the Nick Chubb of old. Mm -hmm. Like, he could just be kind of give you that good round three uh, draft capital in return. You know, you're not too excited, but he's, you know, he's someone that, you know, is definitely valuable to your fantasy team. But we could also see his passing work and passing game unlocked. We could also see that truly elite season, the Adrian Peterson career year, the Derrick Henry career year. And if he catches two to three passes per game, I think we could really see him explode. Yeah. He doesn't need to see more carries. What he needs to do is be in an offense that can produce. He needs to be in an offense that can, you know, see more red zone love. And mostly really what the, you know, the number one overall running back comes down to and the number one overall player comes down to mm-hmm. is really who scores the most TDs, okay? So yeah. if, this, if, we, if we see this offense potentially improve, okay, you see a little bit of passing game work, Mm-hmm. He gets lucky in the TD department. He could easily be number one. All right, Dak Henry, Nick Chubb. Who's number who's three? Number three, Tony Pollard. Okay. okay. Again, another unknown situation. Everyone's kind of questioning what the workload looks like. Again, I'm in the camp that you don't need a large workload. He can really be kind of an Austin Eckler-like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can don't see it. Yeah. I don't know what the... Cowboys offense is really going to look like I mean Mm -hmm. everyone's saying you know McCarthy's obviously saying he wants to you know ground and pound wants to really establish the run but what they've done in the offseason with their receiving core with Gallup getting healthy bringing Mm -hmm. over Brandon Cooks you know obviously you have CD there Um, (laughs) I like that Schultz is gone now because I Mm -hmm. think that that opens up a certain aspect of the field yeah Mm -hmm. so and again The one issue that we were having with Tony Pollard last year was that he was not getting the red zone love and the goal line love. And Mm -hmm. just like the years before, remember when we had the argument about Eckler, everyone was saying, oh, he's never seen goal line touches, never seen goal line touches. And what do we go back to? We kept going back to it's a different offensive coordinator. You cannot say Mm -hmm. that he's no longer going to see offensive touches so yeah. I'm going to say the same thing with McCarthy in this year and obviously they're not being a Zeke yeah. we could see Tony Pollard getting a lot of red zone touches and this could really be a very very good offense yeah. so those are my top three uh, you don't have to draft them as such because obviously they're going in the second round so this is another reason why I have zero interest in taking McCaffrey, Austin Eckler even Bijan, Jonathan Taylor Saquon in I'm the first about round. Bijan in a minute yeah. who do
1: you see potentially taking over Austin Eckler's Top spot is
2: for
3: me. I don't see anybody taking over mm-hmm. this top spot because going back to what I just said a moment ago, mm-hmm. Eckler one of the few running backs that I think is kind of like a hybrid. As far as he has a, he's a running back, but he also plays like he gets wide receiver type work. You know, and I think that's the we always talk about Konami codes with quarterbacks in fantasy. It's the quarterback that runs. I think the Konami code for running backs is the running back that catches the ball. Yep. You know, especially mm-hmm. when we're talking about PPR. Um, I mean, literally catching a screen behind the backfield is a point before you even cross the line of scrimmage. Right. You know, So um, I think that's the cheat code, and I think that's what benefited Eckler. Now, of course, he scored those touchdowns as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but even like Abby was saying last year leading up to draft season, we were always complaining about the fact that Eckler wasn't scoring touchdowns. I mean, getting that goal line work, but still at the end of the day, he was still a first-round pick. He yeah. was still highly touted even without that touchdown Um that touchdown uh, incentive. Now that he got it, we actually see what he was able to do. But not only that, I do think the addition of Kellen Moore as the OC is actually going to benefit them. You were making points as far as you believe the offense is going to improve next year. I mm-hmm. agree with you. I do think the offense is going to improve. Um, but with that improvement, I think it's one of those situations where uh, a rising tide lifts all boats, or mm-hmm. whatever. however the phrase goes. I'm mm-hmm. always trying to say phrase. I always get them wrong. <laughs> but uh, I, I do believe that, you know, Getting an offense that works better is going to allow Eckler to get even more goal line work. I don't. I don't believe in any other running back in that backfield. I mean, mm-hmm. I know they've used Kelly. I know they drafted Spiller, who was a a lot of people in the in the fantasy community and just yes the community does. in general thought he was going to be a good running back. Not um, me. Not me. <laughs> 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 of course, Abby Domus over here. Right. Uh, but uh, you no. Know, other than that, who was his competition? Yeah. And, and not to mention. I believe he is in a contract year. I know they gave him a restructure, right. um, but did it, I don't know if it Wasn't extended money. him. You know whose yeah.
2: competition is? Who? Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. No, no I hear Johnson, you. Quinn Johnson. I hear you. And Everett. I, I mean, hear you. I those hear guys you, didn't produce in the red zone last year. I hear you. Those guys but, but, but didn't but produce they, but, but, but again, last
3: year. going back to what I was saying, when they are in the red zone, I don't think they're just going to say, you know what, let's just be a past team. You know, I do believe they're still going to try to use their running back because he's shown he can do it. He's shown he can be productive and he can be effective. And let's not forget, I mean, of course, we can't just – it's not an apples to apples thing. We just can't say, you know, they did this here in Dallas, so let's just superimpose this on top of of, uh, L.A. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, we did see Zeke getting a lot of goal line touchdowns last year. We did Mm -hmm. see Pollard use quite a bit in the passing game and the running game. Both those Running backs were fantasy
2: relevant last year, but yeah. that's the thing you brought that you brought up. You bring up a good point because I really do see this a, this is, as a team that is plans on bringing in a running back.
3: And and, and if they do, that changes the landscape. I yeah. mean, you could do that with any situation. But right? even if
2: they don't, I guarantee Eckler does not finish. I with mean, the number one. I'm not. I'm
3: back. not sitting here guaranteeing Eckler's going guarantee. to do. I, I, I'm. I'm never. I, I, yeah. If y'all listen if y'all
2: listen to our show
3: a lot, y'all know I'm never somebody that's gonna make any kind of I'm never gonna stake a claim on anything or make a guarantee. Yeah. I'm just gonna see how I view things. And when well, looking I'm at the situation <laughs> looking at the situation, I do believe Eckler is in a great situation. Yeah. Also, if it but if it's not Eckler, to mm-hmm. answer your question, I then see it being C Mac. Mm. For the same reason I'm talking about. Yeah. He is that hybrid running back receiver type player he's in a great offense now he's actually going to be able to go through a whole offseason in that great offense um he gets the opportunity at the goal line now the concern is elijah mitchell but number one elijah mitchell he he can't stay healthy and when they did have him last year c-max numbers went down a little bit but they still
2: use c-max a lot You
3: know, so. But see,
2: people can't stay healthy until they can. We literally had this discussion. So, that's why we smashed it on C Mac last year. That's why we smashed it on Barkley last year. And that's why we avoided Jonathan Taylor. Didn't we? We literally had this discussion. You said the reason that you wanted Jonathan Taylor 101 is because he's never been injured. And what did I say? I think Jonathan Taylor is more likely to suffer an injury than C Mac. But I'm not
3: saying I like C-Mac because I think Mitchell's going to get hurt. I'm not saying that. Even if Mitchell stays healthy the whole season, I still think C-Mac. But his production drops off significantly. It does. But, again, going back to what I just said, he never had the full offseason with the team. He came in literally the middle of the season. I think he was traded on a Thursday or -hmm. Friday and and played that weekend. Yeah, he produced, too. Yeah, Yeah, and he produced. And, 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 And remember, well. I don't know if it's common knowledge, but in the football season, they're not really installing things during the season. Mm -hmm. The install is more in training camp and Mm -hmm. before the season starts. Once the season starts, they're practicing, what, maybe two days a week? Yeah. You know, Tuesday and Wednesday or maybe um, um, Wednesday and Thursday, and then they have a walkthrough on Friday and they play the game on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So he really didn't get that full offseason, to really get a total grasp on the offense. I think
2: that's less important for running backs, though. I mean,
3: possibly so, but it it, it doesn't hurt now that he's going to get the full Office right, and they and they might even decide. You know what? There's something about this player that we can actually do differently that we didn't even consider last year. Yeah. Now that, that just, we actually be able to see him,
2: I think this is a playoff team though. And I think you know Mike Shanahan, like you know, you saw when Elijah Mitchell was healthy, they made it a point to try to preserve C-Mac. So over the course of the season, like I think he continues to do that. I think he mm-hmm. continues to view this as a playoff team and really needing C-Mac down the stretch. And
1: getting high uh, value, it yeah.
2: This, so that, and that's yeah. the only reason why, like. I never want to be in the first round, especially like the mid and background, and see C Max still there. I love when somebody takes him a little bit early. Oh, I would have smashed the uh, yeah. draft of
3: C Max on the back of the first round. Yeah. Um, but again, though, so again, just going back to your question, mm-hmm. those are the guys I see as far as far as possibly taking that role. Now, him bringing up Henry Chubb and um, well, not Pollard, but Henry and Chubb, I still have concerns with their passing work. Yeah. Like, I don't care what they did last year. You gave him two extra targets, whatever. I still have concerns because
2: – I mean, basically, Derrick Henry, points per game, Somebody stat, correct me on this. I mm-hmm. feel like over, like, the last two or three years, probably, maybe not last year, but the two years before, he was the number RB, number one RB. And he may have been the number one overall RB, even overall points, uh, the year previously, maybe two years ago. So I think points per game. I think the dude is just elite. I don't think he's he elite. He's one of the few guys who doesn't saying, need catching. I'm not catches.
3: saying he's not elite at all. All yeah. I'm saying is, if I was to, if I was to, if I was a betting man and I was to say who is going to take the the mantle away from Eckler, there's there's too many warts I see in in Henry where I can just say, you That's know fair. what, he's the guy. That's fair. And if That's he right. ends up being the guy, obviously it's not going to be totally surprising. He's looked like the guy in the past um he he has the role yeah. his competition Tajay Spears came in you know we'll see what he does he has that arthrit, arth, arthritic knee um Hassan Haskins is still there um different offense Tim Kelly is there remember we know Tim yeah. Kelly from the Texans days yeah. uh, and that Texans offense running game was not the greatest but you know whatever you know they didn't have no Derrick Henry player. so again I, I wouldn't be surprised I just don't want to bet on it and Chubb same situation he doesn't get the passing work like he does now Kareem Hunt is not in the fold anymore, exactly. so obviously there's a role there to be had.
1: Dearness is gone
3: too. Dearness Earnest has my yeah. my God, Dearness. Earnest. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have a place in my heart for the but he's gone too. But um, yeah, you, you know, we we'll, we'll, we'll to s- get some. We'll see how it get works now with the Browns, and we could talk about this on a future episode. I do think they might. Get a little bit more pass centric. Mm-hmm. Oh, for season, sure, for sure.
2: Compared but I to like the past, I Let's stick that. with running backs. Let's I like that. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. That's what I'm looking forward to.
1: Let's stick with running backs, though, because both of y'all listen in the chat. We talked about drafts and things like that. I think Abby, you were in a draft where Bijan went six overall. Bijan. Yeah, Bijan. That's what I said.
3: Bijan. <laughs> Bijan Robinson. Oh,
1: am the same difference. Come on, man. <laughs> stop it. Respect. Stop it. It's the same Respect different. his name. It's the same uh, you were in the draft where Bajan went seventh overall, right? Like, is it just me, or is that a ridiculous place to draft? I mean, I've him seen him point? go like maybe I think the 103. Yeah, but yeah. that was kind of an outlay. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think we've. Well, kind his, of seen his ADP is, is uh, 107 per fantasy Do Mojo, you think ADP that's ridiculous to draft him there? No,
2: I do not. Yeah, and, I, and I'll tell you this why. Because anyone who can give you or is telling you a projection. Uh, as far as Bijan goes right now They don't know None of us know Okay, We don't know what Arthur Smith is going to do And I know I hear all the Arthur Smith doesn't know how to use elite talent This and that We don't know Because guess what At the end of the season If he finishes RB1 And he caught 70 passes Because he was lining up in the slot Like they saying he's doing in OTAs I know they say that for everybody yeah. But he catches you know 70 passes Scores 15 TDs because guess what? That Atlanta O line last year was actually pretty damn good. We just saw Tyler Algier, a fifth round pick. What round was he drafted in? We saw him pretty much fourth rounder, fourth rounder, really, really do some damage. I might be totally wrong, by the way. Don't come at at me on Twitter. I might be totally wrong. (laughs) So, uh, you know, Pitts, London, another year in. Like this offense could low key be. Decent. Like but the question w- was, is it ridiculous to draft? No, draft. it's not ridiculous. Okay. Because you know it, it really depends on. At 107, like I wouldn't take him above. These are guys that I would. not – You wouldn't picture.
3: take them at all because
2: you're doing zero running back. No, no, no. I'm not doing zero running back. Don't come on, man. Don't. You don't, just don't, said but, you would take a receiver don't in the place, first round. Don't, don't place labels on me like that. man. No. I, th- I, th- I, th- I thought he just. I'm gonna said. list off okay. the players. I'm gonna list off the players. I'm gonna list off the players right now that that I will take. Algee you
1: drafted in the fifth round, bro? Okay. I, I said, man, sit, sit, sit yeah. the no. DeVon, baby. DeVon. <laughs> <You gotta steal laughs> he ain't gotta you got to call me it. out during <laughs> the show, bro.
2: Like, we could have waited after the show. <laughs> Golly. So, players I'm taking before Bijan for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson, mm-hmm. Jamar Chase, mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup. And that's in no order, Okay. Those are the guys that I'm for sure taking above Bijan. That sounds like an order. The rest weird. the rest the rest is just based on whatever the current ADP is and if I need to diversify. So you take Bijan. So you're getting you're getting Bijan this season. Yeah. If so you're if you're in the 11th hole no, yeah.
3: no, 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 in the draft. No, no. So, now
2: listen, this is my analogy. Yeah, if you're yeah. You're in the 11th hole in the draft. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. know right I'm yes, not taking today. I, right now I'm not taking any running backs in the, in the 11th round.
1: Did not I just in the first round.
2: In the first round, that's what that's I just right said. We right talked now. about we, that in the chat. We in the that's moment. Right yes. We talked. <laughs> we about in that. the moment. Said, yes, <laughs> like,
1: like, that's we right now. About you right you, take a you a just back said back in the
2: first round. We talked about it. Okay, that. if Austin Eckler fell to the one eleven, yeah. Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey fell to the one eleven, yeah. Other than that, no, I'm not taking any of these other running backs in the first round. So you're not you now have to have be them. like, like I just said, you now have to be John. you asked me if it was ridiculous.
3: No, you ridiculous. No, he asked that. You said it's not. But then I asked you. Would you draft him in the first round? And I said you
2: wouldn't. Nah, not touching him. Okay, I got run. you. I got you. Not right okay. now. Not right but, now. So so, where are you so, but I will eventually.
3: My my, my answer is the same yeah. as Abby I think it's not ridiculous. Because the people that draft Bijan, they're drafting him because they're telling themselves a story. They're telling themselves they see him being the number one running back due to yeah. his opportunity, the potential role. Yeah. Because remember, with fantasy, when you take these players, you have to take them with the, with the mindset that they're going to Reach their pinnacle. Mm-hmm.
2: You got to be Shakespeare. You got to be able to tell yourself. Let's not get back on. Not, it. Yeah, but that's okay. But no, really though. That's when you play fantasy it. football, you got to be able to tell yourself a very, very good story. Yeah. That story needs to be accurate, right? As accurate as possible. But right. you got to be able to tell yourself a story because if you basically just going off of everybody's projection, you yeah. going off of what it's happened last year, it's not going to work. That's all retrospective. That's all based on. But you, if you can like navigate and tell yourself a story and end up. At a different conclusion, like Succession. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, but yeah, I'm, like nah, that stuff. That's y'all want to make me jump Succession nah, chill out, chill out, chill out, chill out. I love
1: this show. Okay, okay, No, no, but for real, like, show.
3: if you think Bijan is gonna just be, you know, one of the running backs, is gonna get his work. You know, they'll they'll use him, but they will also use Pitts and mm-hmm. and um, uh, London and everybody and yeah. Ritter might even run a little bit. They're, it would be stupid for you to draft Bijan there just because you see him. At the queue at the top, but if you think the Falcons are going to say we pick Bijan top ten, what was his pick? Five or eight? Where was Bijan picked? It
1: was early.
3: It was early, like top seven. No, okay. Okay, so if you think they're going to take Bijan and basically say we're going to, we want you to put the team on your back and we're going to give you as much of a workload as possible, and we're also going to give you that pass work, which is what they're saying they're doing. It's not a ridiculous pick because that's a type of league winner. You know, he's young. He has a great line. He's getting passing work.
2: Remember, think back Think back to – I want people to think back to a couple of things. Think back to the year JT was the number one overall RB. Mm-hmm. That okay. was last year.
3: Are you talking about the season or the, the pick? The season. Okay. The season. So, the year season. Before. This, before. The year
2: before. What was going on that season? He was just breaking off and ripping off just long mm-hmm. runs and scoring touchdowns.
1: Was that a COVID season?
2: Maybe. Stop asking questions where I'm not – Quite yeah. sure the did. was uh, the eighth overall. But but you know you think back to that season. It was just an elite athlete with elite talent who was just basically going gangbusters, mm-hmm. breaking long runs and scoring touchdowns. <laughs> He's going gangbusters. The, but the only difference. <laughs> but same thing with Derrick Henry. The yeah. year that he was the overall number one RB, he was touchdowns, long runs. There was really nothing. But the like, only difference
3: in not to pour water on what you're saying. Well, really, yeah. yes, to pour water on what you're saying. Those teams didn't have. And I'm not saying he's great by any stretch of the imagination, but he is somebody to respect. And that's Tyler Algier. Yeah. He did end the season pretty
2: solid. He looked pretty good. They had Naheem Hines. You can laugh all you want. People would draft Naheem Hines. uh, You would draft Naheem Hines. Even when I was like, I'm not touching that. Y'all Naheem Hines. Hines
3: Hines is not somebody we saw as a. Grinder three down back type player. Mm-hmm. Algier actually was their grinder three down back in the in the back That's half great. of the season. I'd rather
2: have that than the guy who can no.
3: All, all, well, the point I'm making is those players that you're talking about. JT when he was the guy, th- there was no other guys there. I mean, they probably gave him a, a little rest here and there, but he was getting that work. Henry was getting that work. You know, mm-hmm. the 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 ideal situation is for Bijan to get that work. But if the team decides, you know what, we like Algier, mm-hmm. he's still young. He still produces. He, they they might say, you know what? We might like him better between the tackles because he's a bigger back. And they actually decide to give him, like, let's say, they give him ten carries a game.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: That is not going to be ideal for Bijan.
2: But that team runs a lot. If it they, does run they, a lot. Look, if they give well, him one two, yeah. If they give him ten carries a game, but Bijan gets fifteen carries a game, and then Bijan also gets three to four catches a game, he could still end up being the number one he, overall. He beat.
3: could, but that's not mm-hmm. as good as getting twenty carries a
2: game. Mm-hmm. To me, no. To me, it is. That is definitely better than getting 20 carries a game. If you How get is that 20, better than getting 20? Some of these carries, especially in between the 20s, it, you know some of these carries are meaningless. You rip off a 10 yard one, that's one point. I hear you. But if Bijan catches a one yard pass like I you hear you. But two, the, but the, and Bijan is an elite athlete. So but the analogies you make He just making, needs one carry. But the,
3: the analogy you make making with JT and Henry, those guys were getting 20 carries. I don't plus think carries. JT was.
2: Yeah. They were. They were getting 20-plus carries a game. But I don't think he needs to do it. That's the difference between Bijan and those other guys is Bijan is an elite pass catcher. I don't even want to use the term elite. He's well, a very, very well, good let's, pass catcher. Let's pump our brakes. So breaks, he gets
3: added. But let's, let's pump our, our brakes on saying what Bijan is going to be before he touches. We're not exactly. saying what he's going to be. I'm exactly. saying what he
2: is. I'm saying he's a good pass catcher, which means there's a potential for him to catch. Yeah, there's, there's potential. A yeah, better potential yeah. than those other guys. Right. So that's why I say he doesn't need to be a workhorse because he is, can add. He can I, get there with his pass catching. But when he I just draft, said that, that's the Konami code, right? Right. If if they use him that way, right?
1: Okay. They,
3: they still have to use him that way, when and we I, don't know what because because okay. Think back to when Kyle Pitts was drafted, mm-hmm. the greatest tight end prospect ever. Y'all said that, not me. No, I didn't say that at all. I'm just saying that's what <laughs> that's what was being said around the. Yeah. yeah, the football world. Yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. highest tight end ever drafted in the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. People were drafting this rookie tight end in fantasy in the first three rounds, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were thinking, man, they have nobody else there on the Falcons. Like, yeah. who do they have? Calvin was,
1: really was suspended. Was suspended. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. They had a R- R- Russell Gage. Mm-hmm. They yeah, had a, I don't even know who was playing running back at that time.
1: Cordero, like, like for the most part. Cordero was like their lead. No, back. it wasn't
3: Patterson because remember we we picked up Patterson off waivers because oh, nobody thought right, he was the guy. Mike Davis.
1: Mike Davis. <laughs> <Yeah>. Mike Davis. <laughs> you know? hey. So it was like hey, of course. Was not yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so of not course, definitely. of course, <laughs> we were
3: looking at like Pitts. Obviously, is going to be the guy. He's going to get yeah. everything. Yeah. And how the Falcons use
2: him? Yeah. Almost yeah. like he wasn't even on the but team. see, and this is and this is. Part of the reason why I'm not drafting him right now. I'm just waiting for one little piece of bad news, which will be like uh, Algier looks good in camp. The team sees Algier's role. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, really like you know maintaining. You think the that'll make year. his ADP go down? It, yes, yes, because this hop, like this like back end like from like eight it on, can't go any higher. It's just a, right? it's just a bunch of just like randomness. So you think you think if
3: there's. Positive right. buzz about Algier, People will say You know what it's human Let nature. me pass
2: on Bijan Yes And then that's when I'll say Okay now let me get some Bijan
1: Here's yep. the thing though Like I just can't draft A running back In the first round That has that many Question marks Who I've never seen Chris you said the NFL. same
2: thing About C-Mac last year
1: no I didn't Yes I you did You he said I can't C-Mac, draft C-Mac No 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 what? That was No 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 he so He's making a good point He's making a good point He's seen C-Mac is, do it Yeah I've seen C-Mac do it So that's different yeah. I would have drafted C-Mac Bro why is this right My, here on the floor But go ahead I have no idea
2: My <laughs> argument about
1: C-Mac is I wouldn't take him first overall mm-hmm. yeah. But the thing about Bijan Is that Bijan. Like, Man, that's that's what I'm calling. It, okay, it, it's it's this year's version of Daryl and Durrell. Durrell, yeah. Uh, but the thing but the, is, we ha- <laughs> we know what it is. But keep cooking over there. We haven't seen him run in the NFL, and I yeah. just can't take a running back that high. Then you're not going to be winning
2: a lot of tournaments. If you if no, if no, your if your mantra and your philosophy is I have not seen it, therefore I cannot do. No. You need to. I just told you, you got to be able to tell yourself That's a not story. What I'm, Abby, I'm but,
1: talking about the first round. But Abby, not, it
2: doesn't matter where. It does not matter where. But you Abby, have to be
3: able to see a story. Bijan <laughs> ain't for everybody, man. Say what? Bijan ain't for everybody. No. There's going to be people look, that just they, they won't feel comfortable right taking I'll tell that.
2: you this right now. If you're doing one, two, three drafts and you don't want to take Bijan, I 100% understand that. Yeah. But if you doing a, you know a number of drafts and you're and you're just like I'm not taking Bijan in the first round, you need to stop drafting. Like, all right. ASAP. So let me ask you. You need to stop Mr. drafting. Uh, to
3: two-time like, FFPC champion. Do you see yourself at some point drafting Bijan in the first round? Yes. I'm just going. Which is not right I'm,
2: now. I'm, no, I'm waiting for that bad news. There's no point. So okay. There's okay. No, okay. 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 I
3: got two questions.
2: Yeah. <laughs> if he
3: does fall, the yeah. bad news, and say he falls to like 11. Today. Yeah. Like, say the bad news came out right now. We get an alert. Yeah. Algiers running with the ones. Bijan looks horrible out there. You yeah. can't figure it out. Are you going to draft him at 11 today?
2: Yeah, but because 11 doesn't matter. And this is why I'll draft him at 11.
3: So you will draft him at 11. Yeah,
2: but look, this is why I'll draft him at 11. Because we're saying the first round, but honestly, 10, 11, 12, doesn't matter. You know, if I draft Bijan at 11 and then go and, and get, you know, one of my favorite wide receivers at the two 20- o. 202, 202 It doesn't matter Versus if I take a wide receiver Right that's true That's true So, like. That's what I'm saying Like that background So I yeah, will to see him that's, fall that's Whereas if I take him at 7 What comes back to me Is just not as juicy it's I got not you not as good It feels like the players Aren't as elite But I'm also playing I'm also like You know Avoiding so you or yourself not getting it, okay. A or a So then my or, second or, yo, My second question yeah. is
3: If no bad news ever comes out mm-hmm. Will you ever be drafted, the beach on this Yeah I will, I will So I will at some point You will get him at 7 I will force my Just for Because I can tell myself A
2: story yeah, but not just for diversity's sake, because you know, I think this is something that like I, li- I literally we'll have a different show on this, but like last year the my, my you know my whole uh, thought process was like learning how to diversify, mm-hmm. and I just I said learned, for diversity. Yeah, but I think you have to diversify the right way. I got you, and it's probably different for everybody. But it's for me,
1: volume player. Yeah, but yeah. for
2: me, like I need to be able to, like I said, tell myself a story and okay. believe in that story. And then, yes, he will be added to the pool of players that I will take at that particular uh, position. Yeah. So, for me, for
3: my answer, I will be at some point drafting Bijal regardless of where he's at. But I'm going to wait it out. Mm-hmm. Again Just Again And I've told y'all My philosophy Early in the draft season I'm I'm more focused on receivers because mm-hmm. it's going to be like, if I have a chance to get Eckler I'm probably going to take Eckler yeah. But I'm going to probably Prioritize getting these Wide receivers Because I feel like Their roles are locked in mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything That can happen with these Wide receivers That will change their value mm-hmm. While well, I think running backs Can fluctuate Ridiculously yeah. The
2: only The only thing You know When I draft This is one thing that Excuse me This is one thing I always think about Like when I draft Especially drafting early Is because I know I'm going to be drafting quite a few teams. I always think, you know, where can this player shift and fluctuate? What is his max ADP? Just trying to think about all the potential news that can come out. Mm-hmm. And what's his lowest ADP? Thinking about all the news that can come out. I'm going to be... So... Go no, ahead, I'm Yeah, sorry. so thinking about that process, I try to just try to get a guy at value. If I feel like the guy is already at his peak ADP, like... For me, the only way Bijan could, like, move up the board is with an injury, which is possible, uh, or if an injury occurs to Tyler Algier. Those are the only two things that I can see where his ADP goes up. So, for me, there's only room to go down. Now, you can argue board shifting and all that stuff, but I still like to get guys at value. So, I'm going to keep it a buck, right? hmm I don't think there's anything that
3: can happen that will make his value go down. Oh,
0: wow. I,
3: I I don't think there's any news that other than – him himself getting injured, getting injured. Yeah. you know, and obviously yeah. it has to be the way. But if I don't care if it's great news or Algier or horrible news or Algier or whatever, or they bring, mm-hmm. I don't care if they bring in Dalvin Cook. I don't think there's anything. Oh, you are crazy
2: man! Come on now, stop it. I, I don't if they, think, bring it, I, I, if they bring it. They bring
3: Cook, I think I think people will go. Down he's there. drafted right now because of people view viewing his talent, mm. not so much his role.
2: But again, we just talked about Tyler Algier being a fifth round pick. And this right. guy being drafted at round 10, is not just his talent, it's also that... No, but, but, but what I'm saying, I'm, I'm talking about perception. I'm not
3: talking about re- reality or anything. I'm talking about fantasy perception and the people that are drafting him that high. I don't think there's anything that can happen that'll make people say, you know what, maybe we shouldn't be drafting him this high, right? Uh, on the flip end, I do think there's things that can happen that can make his ADP go up, whether it's um, buzz through social media... Injuries again happening to the guys taken before him. Uh, I think where he's at now is okay. So, and I don't know if we were, if you can recall, but back when Saquon was drafted, mm-hmm. I think he was going where Bijan is going now. He was going to the back end. Okay, kind of yeah, the first round, like ten, you know, yeah. ten whatever. Um, I think that's the same way people view Bijan hmm. as far as value. You know, so so I, I don't. So for me. If I'm going to get Bijan, I have to go in the draft saying if I get one of those middle picks, I got to take my shot. Because I don't think there's ever, there ever going to be a point where I can say, let me wait to the back end of the first and he'll fall to me. Because mm-hmm. I don't see anybody jumping him. I, I don't see that role. Um, as far as whether I'll do it, I think I'll eventually do it. I do like Bijan. I do like his, his talent. I, and, again, and again, when you're... Especially when you are drafting early, you got to look at the best case scenario, man. Mm-hmm. You, you can't look at a floor. If mm-hmm. you're drafting the first round for a floor, that's a losing proposition. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're not gonna win a tournament. Remember, it. <laughs> you're not gonna you're not gonna win a tournament. You're not gonna win a tournament getting four players in your first round. Hey
1: man, I got my first. Uh, you got your medal back there. You got your FFPC first, medal. You I came I in. Oh yeah, man. but for,
2: <laughs> Real quick, I know, we, I know. I know. This is not a review of the past. I mean, we gotta give it up to our boy Dayo. Yes, sir. Okay. yes uh, sir. Large tournament. Oh yeah. FPC. Yeah, yeah. Football guys. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. He's, He's not playing. happy, but we proud of him. I'm proud of you. Top three finish. I'm yeah. not happy, man. Top three. What's that Kobe overall finish? Yeah. Works not finish. <laughs> Who works, work's that works not finish? <laughs> top three <laughs> overall FFPC finish. No, it's five. Top five. Top five, and he was five. Top five, dead or alive.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I got, <laughs> I got, a, little, I got a
3: little money for that. But, but um, hey, top yeah. five. I mean, it's a but but large
2: term of ten thousand or eight. I mean it's a lot of people in it. It don't matter who's behind me. I was trying to get to the front. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I
1: got you. I got you. But that's a hell of a finish on the tournament. Yeah.
3: It was cool. Hats I just off. wish it was better. It was yeah. exciting that weekend though. Yeah, I kinda know how yeah, yeah. Felt. Yeah, you felt. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was excited for you to be getting like, I I I, I it. I want to say, was
3: not that uh New Year's Day? I don't know. It was yeah. some kind of holiday because I had a lot of yeah. family over at my house. Yeah. And I didn't watch the games And yeah. I didn't look at the scores. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, just with the family.
2: And I wanted to look at my yeah. phone later and be like, "Man, it's
3: crazy." But then I was like,
2: <laughs> "Justin Jefferson
3: had like two catches."
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, and I do remember though; I do remember you sending like a uh, text out because you know we always talk about like, okay, how many how many bullets we got? How, you know, yeah. we got a banger now. You like, I think I got one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think now, I got one. So my team was
3: cool. And you know what's crazy about that team? We're going on a tangent right now, but my my quarterback, I yeah, love qu- this about that. My yeah. quarterback was Jared Goff. Bro. Yeah, yeah. nobody good. up
2: there had Jared Goff. And yeah. you also had uh, you also had you played white in that. Uh, White? Yeah. Who's White? Rashad White? No, no, no. The uh, Jets quarterback.
3: Mike White? Yeah, Mike White. I think I did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Mike White yeah, is yeah, my yeah, backup quarterback. Yeah. 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 So, so you don't have to get these
2: great quarterbacks. You, yeah. you can build a team and still find a way... To be it's successful. About this yeah. is and this is why I always talk about like be careful with like retrospective review, you know, and data and analysis. Like, yeah, it could be helpful in a lot of ways, but mm-hmm. you gotta be thinking about like what's gonna happen this year. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, we saw a lot of a lot of teams last year had Mahomes, Kelsey, Eckler, and a couple of, you know, other players, but he didn't have any of those players. No, nope. And he and he still finished top five, so you can get there. Like you, you don't have to follow. You don't got to follow a certain, just just follow a certain path. So yeah. yeah, And we'll talk more uh, throughout the year.
1: So just, let's move on for a second. Let's talk about the Jags. Listen, Calvin Ridley is back after his one year suspension for gambling. He's not going to be with the Jags. Listen, Christian Kirk had his first thousand yard season, eight touchdowns last year. Who's the man to draft with this Jags receiver room? Is it Calvin Ridley or is it Christian Kirk? Um, man, I've done an, I've done a Kirk. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'll co-sign that. I've done a couple of drafts. Mm -hmm. A A couple, just a couple,
2: just a couple, just a couple. Uh, I definitely, I have zero Ridley shares. Uh I do have maybe one or two Kirk shares. I'm not really targeting any of them, mm-hmm. but, like, if I had to pick one, I'm definitely taking the guy who is, like, an ADP that's, like, two rounds later. That, and that's that's you know, the key right yeah, there, where Calvin, they're being drafted yeah. mm-hmm. So, a couple of things with Calvin Ridley, like, you know, I think right now, I'm not saying he's being drafted at his ceiling. Obviously, mm-hmm. he was an elite talent. I don't know where he is now. How old is he? Twenty-eight, yeah, he, 27, 28. So he's older, but this dude has like not played in close to two years almost. Yeah, he had an so, injury
3: one year, and then he had yeah. he had the the psychological issue yeah. and, and suspension. Suspension.
2: Yeah. So it may not even be an issue with rust, like just a guy like not playing that long and being kind of like the type of player he is. It just worries me about injury. Right. You know, I right. think those guys, you know, you kind of have to like bake that in a little bit. Yeah. And he's going, like, really at the beginning of the fourth round. There are a lot of guys. So many guys I would rather take over him.
3: Not to mention, Kirk already has built rapport with Lawrence. Yeah. We've actually seen it with him. We don't know what really is yet. And
2: and to be quite honest, you know, really most of my decision, because even if it was in a vacuum, like, most of my decision is really just going to be based on the offense. I do not see this as an offense that wants to, like, one wide receiver I, mm-hmm. I see this as an offense spread that really will spread it around they did that last year yeah that's yeah, why you Jones, have Marvin Jones yeah that's yeah. why you have three or four games Ingram. with Kurt going Ingram, off Ingram, yeah. and then Ingram. he'll like go ghost and then you'll have a couple games where really probably goes off then he'll go ghost and then you'll have the Evan Ingram game and got like I hate drafting guys that early who I just can't depend on like please just at least give me 12 right. points right. at least right. you know I need mm-hmm. the blow up weeks too, but at least give me twelve points. Don't come here giving me you know two, three points, and then I got to guess when you you know when you're gonna Probably go up. Really,
1: it's twenty eight. Twenty eight, like I said, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: So I was right on that. Mm-hmm. Twitter uh, put that on. That. <laughs> oh, but if it was in a vacuum, yeah.
3: If it's in a vacuum. I'm actually going really because mm. yeah, 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 yeah. Because and it goes back to what I was saying with that first round pick. I think really has the higher ceiling. Mm-hmm. If re- if everything works out perfectly for for really, if everything mm-hmm. lines up right, really has the potential to be like a top five wide receiver. We saw Kirk's uh, ceiling.
1: Yeah.
3: Right. we seen Kirk's wide ceiling. One, he yeah, can't yeah. get to top five. He could very useful. Yeah. Put him in your lineup every week and be happy. But I don't think he's going to be somebody that's going to. Like, where my team's gonna ride him all the way to the ship. Yeah, well, I could actually see really doing that now. Yeah. I haven't seen
1: it yet, yeah. but
3: I can see it. Uh, but again, the question you're asking, who am I taking because Kirk is going so far lower? Because mm-hmm. right now, nobody in the fantasy community knows, we're all guessing, honestly, everything about this is guessing. Leading up to week one. Educated. We're just guessing. Educated guess. Mm-hmm. Maybe educated. We think Maybe. we're educated. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> we think we're educated. And then we, we sell ourselves on that, but we guess. don't really know, right? So right. everybody's taking really right now way higher because they think he's the guy and he's going to be the man. When if you if we look back week eight and Kirk ends up having more fantasy points, it's not going to surprise anybody.
2: I, yeah. I, got, I got a hot take. I guarantee Evan Ingram outscores one of them. Mm. Not like both in, of them. In tight end premium or in tight in end premium, he will outscore one of these, I either Ridley or, or Christian Kirk. I mean yeah. tight end premium,
3: of course. Yeah. I probably yeah. prefer tight end, uh Ingram over all of because them.
2: Because remember when Yep. Remember playoffs, like yep. you sometimes like you gotta look at what's going on off the field. Mm-hmm. You know? So we'll say I, that and, for later can I, I,
1: I can't unsee when you was like, Hey, like Evan Ingram is really their <laughs> <plot> <laughs> <receiver>. <laughs>
2: Right. I'm joking, nah. Because right. right. I'm not right. drafting Evan Ingram right hey, now. Hey, uh, <laughs> don't forget <laughs> going to,
1: don't forget going to the
3: season. I was on the Evan Ingram. You were pretty we hard. Hit, we hit tight end last yeah. year. Yeah, I was on it hard. Like
2: we smashed tight end um, last year. Yeah. And you know, my boy, this is another one too, Jawan Johnson and everybody. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 not, yeah. Not last year, the year before I started yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Opening day. So yeah. um that's my boy, Jawan. yeah. The Jaguars, I like Jawan. I
3: said, really, mm-hmm. really. I, I, I think really's ADP should start to come down mm-hmm. when people start to come to their senses a little bit. Yeah. Like, what the hell are we doing? Yeah, he's wearing number zero, but damn, he's been out of football for two years.
2: I will say this is a tough range, though. It's a tough what, range. That, that round, that that fourth round. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you really just got to kind of, cl- you know, get your stake guy. A claim, get your guy. But that's you like, you know. He like I definitely got players in this round that like I love, yeah. and then I got some players in this round that I'm just like not at zero interest in. Touch what is this?
3: Is that four hundred one? I'm seeing him at. Yeah,
2: four hundred one. So he can be back Based in off third of round too. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. Um. So yeah.
2: But look at who's going ahead of him. Like I don't want really Travis etn. Cooper's still going high. Cooper, Cooper just got back
3: from surgery. I- I Her. I, yeah.
2: I, I will have zero Cooper. We was all over Cooper last year. Mm-hmm. Had a ton of him He did pretty good though. At some he did point, very well. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm not drafting him in the third round. Nah, you can have that.
1: All right, all right. Speaking of fantasy mojo, let's talk about consensus. Every year the fantasy community build these consensus picks. Like, have you guys been studying boards? Like, who's that player that the whole fantasy community have, like, cast aside and thrown to the side to where, like, you think, you know what? Let's rethink that for a second.
3: I haven't looked at boards at all. Mm -hmm. And you know what's crazy? I was thinking about it the other day at the house. Um... Last year compared to this year, I feel like last year every day I was seeing people posting boards on Twitter. Yeah, mm-hmm. like this is a draft from last night. This is giant. Mm-hmm. This year, boards is holding their cards close to the chest, right? Yeah, yeah Or am no. I tripping? Now yeah. we holding it close to just, the chest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. yeah, like people are posting their boards like that. Yeah. you know. Nah. So I don't know. if Maybe the community learned something from last year or what it is. So I, I like I said, I haven't studied the board. I've been in, in a draft. Yeah. You know, it was cool. I just, I want to kind of give my feet wet because I know we were going to do the show mm-hmm. and just kind of see how things were. But I haven't really studied it yet, so I'm not really a, the best way to answer. So I'm more just kind of just seeing, you know, I'm on Twitter a lot, I'm on the internet a lot, I mm-hmm. talk to people. Yeah. I just kind of want to see how people's perceptions are with players. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I brought this, you know, so I, I brought this question up. Like the premise for this question is, you know, a, a slow draft is a good example for this where you have I need to get on. You do slow drafts? I started this show. I actually kind of like it. Six of the two. It scratches that it's just enough. Six yep, hours yep. or two hours? Six hours. Oh, that's
1: six hours. That would you have to be it, it, crazy. It, it yeah, could be, yeah. be painful.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> that's but, only when everybody's taking the full Yeah. yeah man. But, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. the good thing about the slow
2: draft is that you can like, really try to take some time to like, evaluate your pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and don't then you have paralysis also, by
3: analysis sometimes? No, nah, I never. Nah, no. Nah, not
2: me. Okay. Not me, son. Uh, But really what I like is just being able to evaluate every single pick, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, because, you you know, I try to do that in a in a in a in in a live draft. Mm -hmm. But it can be hard keeping up with that. You know, a lot of times I'm trying to fill my queue or like I'm trying to like kind of anticipate what's going to happen or like worst case scenario. So, you know, I don't get on tilt during a draft. Mm -hmm. But in a slow draft, you can really kind of look at each individual pick because I have I get an email every single time a pick goes through and I look Mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, And then I'll like always go back and look at the board. Yeah. So for me, like. One of the aspects of doing the slow draft that I really enjoyed is being able to, like, appreciate guys that, like, I just literally gave zero thoughts to, whether yeah. good or bad. It's just a guy that, like, was just, like, in the back of my mind. Like, you know, maybe I'd done a couple of fast drafts and some best balls. And, like, he was never a guy that I looked for in a queue or never a guy that I was, like, excited to, you know, to, to take. And I would just kind of pass on him. Yeah. And there's a lot of guys like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But one of the guys that I, you know, I think I'll bring up, I'll bring up two, you know, and these are kind of on opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. One of the guys is Michael Thomas, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So right now, Michael Thomas, ADP per fantasy mojo in the – got to stop calling it the football guys because it is not the football guys anymore. Yeah. Players championship, I believe. Mm-mm. Fantasy pros. Fantasy pros. Yeah, fantasy pros. <laughs> one <Yeah>. of those. <laughs> yeah. No, shout one out to fantasy pros <laughs> since uh, they, they got,
3: you know – I know they're trying to kind of build that up.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so let me see. Uh, man, can you help me find – yeah, Michael Thomas. So, he's, Michael Thomas right now is going at the uh, 902. But honestly, like I'll see him in the 10th round. Uh, but, like, ninth round, and by, by no means am I thinking, you know, Michael Thomas the name, the guy who's like a perennial, like, you know, top first-round pick, uh, you, know, you know, catching over 100 balls. But in the same right, I think he's one of those guys that we just say, you know what, he hadn't been able to stay healthy, like ignore him. But it's twofold. Because we are ignoring him, we are also propping up Olave. Mm -hmm. For Olave to really pay off his second round grade, Michael Thomas cannot be a thing. Yeah, yeah, like he cannot be a thing. Derek Carr is not supporting multiple. Who who was the Saints wide
3: receivers last year besides Shahid and Olave? Wasn't Uh, there somebody else that had the? Oh, um, what's his
2: name? Callaway.
3: Yeah, was that his name?
2: Yeah, but he he didn't get much run, and then there was a. But but who started
3: off as the because Olave didn't step in day one as the wide receiver one. Somebody else played. Uh, that, that was role.
2: Jarvis uh, Jarvis Landry. Landry, that's yeah, right, Landry. Landry okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. So, you know, for me, like, and we can like this again. This is like a talent versus situation type question. But I honestly like we got to be careful because if Michael Thomas is you know shows up at OTAs or in training cramp or he gets into Derek Carr's ear. I guarantee you, Derek Carr is one of those guys who's gonna like lean on a vet with like sure hands. Okay. Like, and I'm not saying like he's just gonna ignore Chris Olave or you know ignore the fact that Olave can get separation and things like that. But what I'm saying is like, you know, don't put it past Derek Carr to just say, you know what, I like Michael Thomas, or put it past Michael Thomas to actually be healthy this year. Yeah. because uh, if he's healthy, I just don't see a situation where Michael Thomas is just kind of in the background. So that's a tough situation for me to you know, gauge. So you think uh, that he's
1: gonna alpha his way to get you know I don't think it'll be a
2: situation like we talked about before where well, I think last year we were actually having a we were having a discussion about like Hill versus Waddle, and I was like, Oh, Hill going alpha his way to the mm-hmm. wide receiver one. That you know, Waddle will still be good, but Hill is going to alpha his way to yeah. be a dominant yeah. and that's what happened. I don't think that that's a situation because the talent just isn't there. But I don't think that we can just fully ignore it. I do think we need to like follow this in the off season. I, I mm. think, and I haven't really thought about this at all. To you were just talking about it now, but I think
3: what people, and I'm totally assuming here, but but I think with Alave, I think people are trying to get ahead of the train before it takes off, which is you know? a good thing to like, do sometimes. He, yeah. You
2: know, he's going into his second year. Yeah, he had a great. <laughs>
3: Mm-hmm. Great We would say great right Rookie yeah. season And by all you know.
2: analytics That like You know people can like You know list off For of, like days He was yeah. just amazing Right right Like, five, like start start I saw three, one tweet five.
3: Recently yeah. where He actually They could You know People can fudge numbers To make it look How they want mm-hmm. But I did see a tweet Where they were comparing His numbers to Gary Wilson mm-hmm. And they were talking About how he missed Two games yeah. And with those two games Missed he just barely Was lowering stats Than Wilson yeah. You know so So I think that's What people are hoping for They're hoping for that blow up yeah. You know that second year blow up from Malave improve quarterback play um hopefully improve offense so where's Alave going by the yeah. way I'm just curious yeah is he like a top 3 he's,
2: rounder
1: he's going in the second round he's going at second 301 round. 301
2: but I see him in the second round a lot and I think he'll end up going in the second round now again this it, it really kind of depends on who he's going around so you can't just say I'm not going to take him there you got to say okay who am I going to take him above right right but you know like it's it's it's, it's a hard thing cuz when you hear the argument, the pro arguments for Olave, if it starts off or if it includes, okay, Olave, you know, and he doesn't got much for competition. Michael Thomas can't stay healthy; we can't count on him. He's likely, like, you know, if we, if like the argument includes, automatically states that like Michael Thomas can't stay healthy and just kind of discards him as if he's not going to play. I think you got to have some pause. You I know? mean, because like that. You see a lot of like fantasy arguments like that where right. we just like you throw out like just like definitive assumptions. This guy mm-hmm. can't stay healthy. This guy's no good. So X players. I mean, but let's is talk blow through up, it. Let's know? talk
3: through it. Who who is this competition right now? I, I mean, I haven't looked really close to the Saints, but Landry's gone. Yeah, Callaway went to Denver. Yeah, Shahid is there, but he's a undrafted rook, uh, undrafted yeah. whatever. And then Michael Thomas. I, I saw. A, 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 I don't know if it was a story or something where they were saying we hope Michael Thomas is ready for training camp. And when I see stuff like that, you know, man, I'm like, man, so you're saying you're not sure? Like, it's still, you know, I think ambiguous? He,
2: I got to look this up. I think he had, like, some type of clean. No, nah, that wouldn't. Nah, that's so, so, so,
3: okay, Michael Thomas, Shahid. Who is the other receivers in New Orleans right now?
2: Jawan Johnson. He's a tight end. He's still a receiver. He scored a lot of touchdowns last year.
3: Okay, but who's the other, literally the wide receiver. Like, when two receivers, three receivers say, who's going to be out there?
2: You got the depth chart pulled up, uh,
3: because, because yeah.
2: I can't think of anybody.
3: So yeah. with me not being able to so, think about it, there might be merit a little kind of, bit to that. Yeah, he's the only right. guy there, you know. Yeah,
2: um, but I definitely, oh, I, I,
3: I, your, I understand where you're, you're yeah, coming yeah, from. I think with it's that, in this
2: though. range of possibilities, but I also just don't think that Derek Carr is like supporting like two elite wide receivers. Wide receivers I got you. So I gotta like question myself, like because I'll have some Olave shares, okay? Uh, but you know, taking him in the second round, man, that's you know, oh, so, tough. Oh,
1: Traquan Smith, Traquan wasn't bad.
2: No,
3: he was bad.
1: Oh. no, man, Trickard yeah. wasn't that bad. He was
2: bad. Yeah. Who's the other guy? You said two guys.
3: Oh, they
1: got
2: James Oh, so this is the other end of the spectrum. And this yeah. is a guy that Dynasty guys are on, but the redraft community is just kind of casting. Marvin out. Mims? Marvin Mims. How did you My know that? God. How did you know that? Yes, <laughs> sir. Yes, sir. That's a, call. Yes, sir. That's a Marvin, call. man. When I Why tell you I do? scoop up Marvin Mims in like the 17th, 18th, yes, 16th, I'll take him in the 13th if I need to. Yes, sir. I just scoop him up. Across the board, because that's another one of those situations where, like, you're not telling yourself this, but it's mm-hmm. already kind of embedded in your head that okay, man, they got Judy, obviously, they got Cortland Sutton, uh, Tim Patrick coming back from injury, Hamler. Greg Dolchik, you know, Hamler, I, uh, yeah, sure, <laughs> <laughs> but they got all like you know they got all these wide receivers, yeah. but we forget a couple, we don't forget, but we don't like really emphasize a few things. Mm-hmm. Brand new head coach, brand new offensive coordinator. This team literally who's the o c uh lombardi he brought his boy okay back over. yeah, so brand new o c um this team was decimated, okay, trade away you know some of their best defensive players you didn't like, bring up the biggest thing that i would say okay, i mean i'm getting there okay. i'm getting there, i'm getting there, but this team was decimated, right, they had not too many they had they didn't have any first round picks right right, with their first pick in the second round. They take a posi- they take a, a player at a position that they have an abundance of. Yeah.
3: You halfway said it. They traded yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Trade up. They traded up for that, that player. That's the biggest thing. They yeah. traded up to get this dude.
2: They traded up
3: to get that first dude. first pick was ever so. Yeah, yeah. And
2: who wanted him? Sean Payton yeah, yeah. wanted Sean. him. Yeah. And then we heard, what do we hear all this offseason? We hear about, you know, trade talks. This mm-hmm. guy may go here. Now, obviously, they picked up Jerry Judy's option. Yeah. But we, I learned my lesson with, Cur- you know, Cortland Sutton. Yeah. I was, no, 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 no. And then last year... Got on that Bible study train and was yeah. like, okay, that Bible narrative. Okay. <laughs> okay. I can, I can, you know, I, I, can, I can kind of rock with that. No. Right. This guy, is he's, he's, right. he's, he so is who we thought was he was. I was looking at because, you, know, so, you know,
3: I'm a bunch of dynasty yeah. leagues. So, I've been trying to draft him as much, much as I can in that mid-sick around. For the people that are doing dynasty rookie drafts, that's kind of where he's going. Early second, I've been able to get him late second, too. I, I think a couple drafts, I got him in the early third, which is, I was, like, overjoyed about. But, um. I, I looked at them and I started because I, whenever I look at these rookies, I, whenever I kind of get, you know, excited about them, I start to go even back to their high school days. Oh, man. I just kind of look him. at them. Yeah. And of course, everybody knows Texas has the best high school football players ever. So he's mm-hmm. from Texas. Right. oh mm-hmm. uh, Do uh, has the most receiving yards in as a receiver in Texas History. History. Oh, wow. History. History.
2: And people think he's just this like fast, deep threat. Yeah, I'm telling you, this guy is much more.
3: And and breakout like he broke out his freshman year at Oklahoma. Yeah, Mm -hmm. as far as breakout, he could have been used so
2: many different ways at Oklahoma. But this is like I have so you know I have this comp and I and I'm not a like a huge comp guy And and I'm not this is not a player comp. This is like a fantasy football situation comp. I just can't get out of my mind the idea that like he could be like this year's Amon Ra. You remember Amon mm, Ra's rookie mm-hmm, season mm-hmm. where like literally mm-hmm. just like ghosts, like not even existent like the first half, mm-hmm. and then just boom, gangbuster. Yeah. Because it won't take much, like second gangbusters. It won't Go ahead. I don't know where I don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> it won't take much. And you know, again, telling yourself a narrative, okay? Yeah. yeah. Maybe an injury. Maybe just like I, I think he could like easily beat out Cortland Sutton potentially, and mm-hmm. beat out some of these other guys. Time will tell. Like, but in my mind, I've already established the fact that like I'm drafting him as someone who will help me win tournaments. Yeah. Not as somebody who's starting from right. day one. Okay. So Good. this guy is going Good. to be a weight Good. on my roster. This go. is a yeah. guy there that I will go. not – so the, if you do draft make him, make right you him, you can't drop him. And if
3: somebody does drop him – Pick him up. I'm picking up. That's him the point up. I was going to make. Like, yeah. If you're drafting him to be a early contributor – you probably are selling yourself a dream a little bit because yeah. he does have to kind of go over a few hurdles mm-hmm. um, initially, um, but at some point, hopefully sooner rather than later, he's going to be very useful for you. Yeah. So be patient. He's the type of player you are patient for, and you're taking him late. Yeah.
2: yeah.
3: See, it, it, and I always say this. It, you know, when we start getting to these drafts, when I start drafting more more um, uh, teams, I always say, man, when you start looking at those late picks that you're making be real with yourself because once that first waiver wire runs, those are going to be the guys you drop, right? Mm-hmm. So don't let him be the one that you're dropping. Yeah. You know, like he's not going to be very productive probably day one, and you're probably not going to hear that much buzz about him. Mm-hmm. But don't make the mistake of saying, well, I need to pick up this running back that might, you know, mm-hmm. get a few, yeah. a few gains as a starter because the starters hurt, so I'm just going to drop Mims because I have nobody else. no. Hold on to that guy. Drop somebody else. Yeah. You know, so.
2: Yeah.
1: Um,
3: but yeah, definitely in Dynasty, prioritize Mims and redraft. You know, if you can get them, get them, but just be patient with them.
1: All right, guys. That's our Dynasty talk for the uh, <laughs> night. No, but that's an hour, man. Like, that's it. That's all, all we right. got on the docket for today.
3: We can't give them too much the first episode. No. Nah, yeah. We're not going to talk about Gibbs and Bijan. We gave them nothing. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's okay. save that for next uh, okay. episode. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. Because I got something to say about that. Although, that is your. Uh, talent versus situation situation Yeah. but let's talk about that next episode okay guys thanks for tuning in please like rate subscribe we're out